Greetings, friends. Welcome to the Pin Tool Podcast. My name is Al Wayman, owner of Creek Road Pottery in Laceyville, Pennsylvania, next to the cold Tuscarora Creek. Pull up your chair around the wheels. We discuss topics concerning the art and craft of pottery, good books, storytelling, marketing, and creating work that matters for folks who care. Greetings, friends. Welcome to Season 3. Episode one of the Pin Tool Podcast, and I hope that you had a very happy new year. Welcome back, and I'm hoping that we have another awesome season together. So, what's been going at the pottery? The Tuscarora Creek is running really cold today. We got our first big snow of the year, and we have about eight inches of snow out there, and it's quite amazing that we got the snow so late because it's been a very warm winter and we've we've already been through November and December with no snow and now the 1st of January it has snowed and so there is about 6 inches of snow on top of the pottery shed roof I was able to mail out some some pottery gifts to different folks and supporters of the pottery and uh, so they all arrived safe in the mail, thank goodness. Sometimes it's a challenge to get things through the mail. But I've just been kind of relaxing, and I've been planning and doing some direction setting. Now, I probably am undiagnosed ADD, right? Because I chase squirrels to no end. And every year, I would get the planner called the get to work book and that planner was a $50 planner it's all tabbed out has inspirational things inside and you can put things for different days and you could plan um, your your whole year out and it it's a really nice planner Uh, it's probably one of the most beautiful planners I ever got so I got that the last two years this year um, since I only since I only filled that planner out um, to February each year and then forget it the rest of the year <laughs> because I get sidetracked, right? I went and got a Walmart planner, and I feel better about that. There's nothing wrong with expensive planners if you're a planner person and you use them. I love the plan, and I know that planning is important, but I just don't get to it after... February, but I did take the time to put everything down in the cheap planner from Walmart. So we had some bad news um, here at the Pottery. Um, one of my favorite and beloved customers and friend, Mrs. G, she passed away, and uh, it was very sad. And I received a phone call from her family, and they expressed gratitude. Um, and how excited she was about the pots. So it was just a sad time uh, working through that because Mrs. G was always there for all my projects, cheering me on, giving me advice, listening to the podcast, reading the blog post, commenting, doing all the things. And I would go visit her, and she had ideas for pots, and she had a lot of my pots. And, and at the end... She got a lot of pots for free. She had the Mrs. G discount. So 
it was really sad uh, when you lose very supportive customers like that. Um, you're also losing friends. And then another customer, um, Jean Costco, who, who passed away. Uh, she was a big supporter of my page. Um, loved seeing what I was doing. She was my elementary um, literature teacher. And so my love of books and my love of reading and literature uh, definitely came from some of her classes, I'm sure. So those were just some low things that happened um, here. And I was grieving a bit for those losses. But uh, I know Mrs. G was just telling me to just get back to work, right? And uh, maybe she's some someplace looking down, telling me to, to get going and stop crying about stuff. So that's what we're going to do. We started season three. And in this episode, in this episode, I wanted to talk about directions, direction setting. And what, I'll give you some tips. Give you some tips on direction setting. Coming from a guy who chases squirrels. But I've read quite a few good books. And I do have a mission statement. I do have my core values written out. And I do have my guiding principles. And I have a one-year plan, five-year plan, ten-year plan. So all that's done. Um, mainly just needed to be up, up, updated from last year when I reviewed things. And I think this year my goal will be to streamline everything. Because uh, when I wrote everything down, all the pieces that I have to the pottery, uh, making the pots is just one part of that. I have 20 or 21 other things that I do, right? Sounds like a lot, but there's a lot of work that goes into how I'm trying to have the pots work for myself and others in, in making change that matters, right? So if you're, if you're doing something bigger than yourself, there's, there's a lot more pieces to it. So I have 21 actionable items that, I, that I'm working on. A lot of those are underdeveloped, so I'm trying to streamline some of those and, and put some of those in with other things, find better ways of doing things to be more efficient. I'm getting better at writing and uh, some other things, so that's been going faster. And um, so that's how I've been doing my own direction setting. But it's kind of cold out, so go get get a hot chocolate. We'll sit in the pottery office today. Bring your hot chocolate, and we'll talk about direction setting for the new year and what that can look like. And I'll give you, I'll give you some freebies that you can download at the end at no cost to you to help you with the direction setting. And even when, if you're starting out, questions that you should ask yourself 
right? If you're starting out selling. And if you're starting out making work that matters for folks you care, how you can go about doing that. All right, so so meet me back here in the office. I'm, I'm going to go get a coffee. So just meet me back here in the office at Creek Road Pottery. And we'll, we'll go over direction setting. All right, I'll see you in a bit. Greetings, friends. Uh, here we are in the pottery office. Um, come on in, have a seat. Should be plenty of room for you to sit around and uh, enjoy your coffee while we talk about yearly direction setting. And I always like to do this uh, right around this time of year. This year, I got to it early. Um, if I don't start early, well, I don't set direction. And I find myself not going to the studio until a couple weeks before the spring show. Then I'm in a huge rush to get everything done and through the kilns. Um, so I'm trying to break the habit of creating work just in time to having an inventory where... I have a stock and inventory of pots so I can make better choices, right? And be ready. So I can be on time early rather than being on time late. You're still on time, but there's a difference between being on time early and on time late. On time early means you have a choice where to park in the on time late. You're parking in the back and you're walking, you're walking to the store um, pretty far. So, on time early. That's what direction setting and planning allows us to do. And it allows us to have choices. It allows us to pick what we want to work towards. And it's like a movie script. And we get to write that. We get to write what goals we want to set and work towards and set direction on how we want the movie to turn out. If your pottery was a movie, what would it be about? What would it say? And um, what kind of goals would you try to meet? What kind of work do you plan to get done this year? So on and so forth. So I created, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a pitch to my book here, the My Pottery Journal. And it's on Amazon um, download um, for Kindle Direct Publishing. It's a low-content book, and I made the Pottery Journal. I set it up kind of like the way I do journaling. And inside, uh, I set it up for what we're going to talk about. So in the first part, and you may already have done this, I like to have a mission statement. My mission statement has been the same. I just look at it every year because I'm trying to be consistent. And these are the goals that I would want my pottery and my work to say about me and the direction I want to take it. And I also have my core values. So first, the mission statement... Um, I know it can be hard to find authentic handmade pottery that you can use in your everyday life. As an artist, I work to create authentic handmade pottery 
that is affordable for working families while using art to build community. At Creek Road Pottery, I'll do my best to create pottery that matters for folks who care. Uh, core values. At Creek Road Pottery, my core values are safety, quality, and integrity, community, and customer service. So your core values uh, could be something totally different, something that you want to work on. Guiding principles. Um, these are the things that you would like to accomplish using your core values, right? So these are different than core values. Guiding principles. At Creek Road Pottery, I try to be creative, organized, collaborative, and community-minded. Now, I probably don't do a few of those things, right? Because I mess it up bad. And I know sometimes I probably mess up custom orders. I'm horrible with those. I am not organized. But at least guiding principles are there to guide me to that direction, right? They're the North Star. They give you a place that you can go to. Because I can say, hey, this is my opportunity area. I'm okay with being community-minded. I'm okay with being collaborative. But I really need to work on organization. This year could be about that, right? So that could go into one of the goals that you want to do. So on the next page, I have the one-year plan, five-year plan, and 10-year plan. And you can put what your outlook is for that. And I filled that in. And then um, I end up journaling every day. Um, I try to and fill it in to kind of see the progress on where things go. So another thing that you can look at, so this is after you filled out your mission statement, core values, guiding principles, your one-year plan, five-year plan, 10-year plan. Then you can go in and do your um, pottery cost analysis and this is just going through all your pricing and your raw materials that you're using um, and how much that cost is now. So you have it broken down right to the right to the very um, dollar amount, right to the cent, because everything changes, especially with the cost of raw materials going up now. And problems with shipping and the cost of postage is going up so you need to do your cost analysis to be sure that you're getting paid now I have a database that you can download for free and I'll put the link to it that will help you plug in the numbers for raw materials and um, all kinds of things uh, it e even has a calculator for your uh, glaze recipes and how much you're using um, it will help you gauge to see if you're still getting paid because in order to make pots you would need to get paid so so that's just another thing that you can do as part of direction setting and um, your cost analysis okay so you have your you have your direction setting for your goals, um, and then you have your cost analysis worksheet. Then you start filling out your, your planner. There's 
tons of planners out there. And if you're the kind of person who loves planning and you get the expensive ones, go to it, right? Whatever, whatever you need to use for planning, use it. And um, I right now use the cheap one I said I got from Walmart and also uh, Google Calendar because um, you can fill in um, things with Google Calendar. It'll give you an alert on your phone and you have it with you both on your phone and the desktop so so that makes it nice <clears throat> so another good thing that i used and um it was put out by steve blank and he wrote the book the startup owner's manual and that is an excellent text and if you are thinking about signing up or selling bots <laughs> signing up selling pots um that would be a great book for you to get and in that book he talks about the um the uh business model canvas and i use this for projects too and figuring out what type of products i want to sell by going out and collecting information about it not what your friends say not what your family says not what you think is going to sell big not what other people are selling because if they're already selling it people already have one right they don't need what you got and um so just trying to be unique and doing things in different ways there's a million ways to, to make a thing and I've only seen a few, so put your own twist on it, right? But in the business model canvas, um, it's a great resource because it gives you things like your customer segments. It asks you about your value propositions, your channels, customer relationships, key activities that you need to do in order to sell your work, key resources, which are your raw materials and things like that, key partners who do you need to network with to get things done um, if you're selling pots it could be shop owners it could be um, it could be websites like pirate ship and other shipping places the post office even and then also uh, your cost structure so that will go in with your your uh, cost analysis and then also your revenue streams it talks about. So the so the business model canvas is huge. You can download it for free. I will post a link to that because Steve Blank is an awesome guy. And he did a great job explaining the business model canvas. And I think he even had a class on it. So if you want a class on learning the business model canvas, I will post that class by Steve Blank. And I think that you will enjoy that a whole lot. So now that we got our scheduling done in our calendars and we went through our business model canvas, figuring out what we want to sell, how we want to sell it, we start asking questions um, even before you would do the canvas. So I'm doing things backwards here. If you're trying to look for product that is different that you're making 
you need to ask, who's it for? What's it for? And what kind of change am I trying to make? Because a lot of times we believe that what we make doesn't matter, but it does. And we just haven't thought of how we can bring about change through our work. And some people might laugh, but in the beginning of this episode, I mentioned my favorite customer, Mrs. G. Pass, and her family called me and told me uh, how happy she was and how much she talked about the pots. So I know that I brought joy to her life and I brought change to her life. And you can do that too through your work and you get to pick what change you want to make. And you get to pick even what customers you want to work with. So eventually starting out, if you never sold a pot in your life, you may have to start out as an amateur and get practice. But as you get better at making pots, you get to pick even your customers. Uh, because your customers will come to you because they know a person. They say, I know Sandy. She makes the best mugs. She made a mug for me one time for my Aunt Sue. And my Aunt Sue loved it. So if you ever need a mug, go find Sandy. Kind of like that. So, so I think that like once you're able to pick your direction, pick your goals, pick what you'd like to sell, and see if it sells, show it to somebody who cares, see what they say about it. If you can't find 10 people to start out who care, start over and make something else because you very well could be making the wrong thing that's not for them, right? Or the idea may need to gel a bit and it needs may need to be put on a shelf. It, it may have come too early. So I think that um, it's fine if you were to say, I'm going to take a break with this and I'm going to put this on a shelf because this right here needs more development. It needs more skill put into it. But it's a great idea. I know later it might. So you have choices, friends. You have choices to set directions. You have choices to set goals. And don't ever think that you don't. Because there are four things that you need to think about as a maker and as a business owner. Um, are you a villain? Are you a guide? Are you the, the hero? Um, and then the villain, the guide, the hero. There's three. <laughs> you, you don't want to be the villain, right? So you're either the guide or the hero. Oh, the victim. You don't want to be the victim. The victim has no choices. The victim didn't plan. The victim always needs help. The victim is always late. The victim always struggles. And they need the hero or the guides to help them out, right? So you want to be 
either the guide or the hero. And for your customer, you want your customer to be the hero. So don't think of yourself as the victim. Get on top of your business. Get on top of your making if you can. Right? And get a handle on it. Plan some projects that are scary, right? And that might not work. And have some fun practicing, doing some things that are new. And think about what makes you scared or what makes you have anxiety about not doing things. And then list the pros and cons of that. I always try to think about what are the good things? What does it look like if this project succeeds? And what does this project look like if it fails? And who, who would care if it failed? Who cares and what happens if it succeeds? And then go from there. So hopefully um, you enjoyed this podcast. And I think I may take a podcast and go through the Business Model Canvas by Steve Blank. Um, in an episode, because I think that might be helpful because I, I did that class twice and I still use the business model canvas. Anytime I start a new piece, a new bakeware dish, or just try to investigate and feel out like the opportunity cost of bringing this new form and this new product to market and to ship it, right? So there's a great book by Seth Godin. Uh, it's called The Practice. And if you can pick that book up, check that book out. Steve, Steve Blank, the, the startup book, I'm going to put a link for in the notes. And uh, hopefully you have a good year selling pots. i gotta, I got to start to get the pad in for that wood kiln. And um, I'm hoping that um, I can get the pavilion put up to where I can start building that. I have a wood firing I may try to go to in April. So that'll be fun to learn more about firing wood before hopefully I can try my own in the fall. So I hope to have the wood kiln up by September and then do a wood firing for the fall show. So we'll see how that goes. Feel free to uh, shoot me an email and let me know how you're doing. And if you would like to write me old-timey fashion with a stamp, put a stamp on a on a on a letter, send it out, I'll I'll write back. Alright, got a pottery pen pal program going on. And I sent out ten letters last month. So that was really fun. And uh, I have some more I need to write, and they will go out tomorrow. So Take care, friends. Happy New Year's. Take control of your life. Set direction. And make work that matters for folks who care.